The Sports Crib Podcast, episode 345, Ed's experience at the Athens Women's Football Summit. Sports Achiever and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports Crib Podcast. I'm your host Ed Bowers and look, this week, if you're used to my show, I'm super grateful that you take the time to listen to it every week. I certainly do not take your time for granted and as you know, I normally interview people in the sports industry who can share their sports career journey but provide you the real tips and qualities it really takes circa in the sports industry, which you can apply. This week, it's a bit different. I'll be doing a solo episode, and the reason is it felt right. And let me explain. As you know, I interview so many people in the sports industry that I do other things behind the scenes with regards to them, just my podcast show. And the reason why this week felt right is, in five days' time, I'll be heading to Athens, where I've been involved with an event called the Athens Women's Football Summit, which is all about developing women's football, particularly with regards to the business side of the football industry. And it really is an event which is about developing the women's football business industry and its growth. If you are into women's football, that is awesome, so am I. And for me, I just want to share you my experience of being part of this summit which really started back in 2018. And I hope this case study, more importantly, that was the purpose of this podcast episode, is it's a case study of one, my journey, two, to get an understand of the power of growth and development. And the third thing is of really embracing the journey than the destination. And that may sound very cliche, the third one, but it's so true when I share you this real journey looking back from when I started this project with somebody called Maris Christoph Fantos, who's one of the co-founders of the Athens Women's Football Summit. And I'm literally, as I said, five days time, we'll be getting on a flight, preparing for the summit, which I'm really, really involved in from an event operation standpoint, almost the content creation standpoint, the marketing. I've been involved in the sales and sponsorship. It's been one of those experiences where I've learned from a lot of my podcast special guests, which you can too, by the way, and then applying their knowledge into this project, this summit. And without a doubt, I've developed from when I started. But let me just paint the picture of the story, because if you're starting in the football industry, sports industry, this case study will support you. If you're already working events, maybe you can learn from my experience of, as you know, the hardship of running an event it doesn't matter if it's a sporting event every week at a sporting club or if it's honestly running micro events in an organization. These skills that I will share in this podcast are very transferable. And I want to go back to quickly a sports career tip I had very early on when I started my sports career journey. Somebody said to me, Ed, 
working in the sports industry is a mega event industry. Everything is all about a certain event and a certain deadline. And without a doubt, it's one of the best pieces of advice. And what I mean is, and I sort of hinted it there, that doesn't matter if you're in a business and the event is a, a certain deal, a certain sale, you're always on to the next one. It's like a football match. You have a match on a Saturday, you're getting ready for the next match, which is a Tuesday or the weekend. Like everything's very event driven in the sports industry. And you've got to be mindful of this because I, the reason why I say mindful is you will, you won't, you'll lose some of your social hours, meaning when you put yourself out there and work in events, you do put a lot of energy, time to make these events happen and most importantly, be successful. So let me break down this case study for you. And I really do hope you find it helpful that supports your sports career development because it's very rare I share my stories, my experiences on this podcast. So I'm going to paint you the picture. So literally, I started my podcast show back in 2016. I was interviewing people trying to build this podcast 2018, I interviewed Maris Christoph Fantos, which is a brilliant podcast, which is about why you should use your time wisely when pursuing a career in the football industry. So it's really worth a listen. The link is in the show notes to listen to that. But Maris has been involved in the football industry for over 25 years, really as a lawyer. And then he's really applied his lawyer skills into that area of the football industry, particularly in the women's game in America. So what happened was 2018, I'll never forget this, where Marius rang me randomly in October going, Ed, I've got a crazy idea. And I said, what's that? And by the way, Marius, I'm used to crazy ideas. Nobody knew what a podcast was and I had to explain it to them back in 2016. So I'm very used to crazy ideas. And honestly, those were the words I said to him on this call. And he go, and I said to him, look, what's the idea? He goes, look, I connected with a guy in Greece called Agis we got on so well. Maris is Greek too, by the way. And we're thinking about doing a women's football event in Athens. Would you be interested in being involved? And I said, look, I just grabbed the opportunity, everybody. And I explained why. I said, look, I'd love to help and add value in any way. That's what I said to Maris. And straight away, this is a tip, starting off, I said to him, I've got a great idea to market the event. And he goes, explain. I said, look, I came across webinars. This is pre-COVID, pre-Zoom. I said, maybe we can use webinars as a way of grabbing like the attention, educating people at the same time, and then join us in Athens for the real summit. So we partnered with somebody called uh, Dr. Donna Dahan, um, who was at Hague University. We did a webinar, which we had 80 people really breaking down the importance of like equality in women's football and in women's sport. And as a result, at the end, we literally shared a ticket link going, join us in Athens where we talk on more topics on this side of women's football. And I'm going to be real, everybody, 2018, particularly in England or in the United Kingdom, was not talk about women's football, not to where it is today. Let me be really clear. Nobody from, I, I didn't even have access to it access to the sport I didn't know where I could go and watch it I really didn't know most of the teams uh, as well so let me get real here there wasn't much information with regards to women's football at the time and if you're thinking why did I say yes is I'm all about getting one out of my comfort zone to a way where I can add value to someone or some organization that develops me and thirdly honestly when I heard about women's football for some reason a bit like my podcast it just felt exciting. 
meaning we're solving a problem. And I said this recently on an interview. I'm a firm believer that working in the sports industry, it's all about having great skills to solve problems and discover solutions for the greater good. So when I said, yes, I'll happily help in any way, we did the webinar. As a result of my hard work, I actually was a moderator at the Athens Women's Football Summit. Also, I was one of like on the banners of the like the sponsorship banners, which, you know, for me, it got my brand out there. And you have no idea at the time how meaningful this was of the trust that Maris had with me. But also when you bring an idea to the table and then execute it, that's where you build credibility. So there's another tip. It's all about building credibility. Yes, the experience is important, but what builds trust is when you bring an idea to the table and then execute it to your best ability. And from that moment, without a doubt, Mara saw something in me. We met in Athens. I moderated on day one, which was all about player agents in the women's game, which was a phenomenal experience. And then on the next day, I did a moderating session on the player's voice. So both of these experiences, doing the webinar from a marketing standpoint and actually moderating at the summit, was my first ever time moderating. And you have no idea how nervous I was with regards to particularly day one where it was streamed on national, uh, it, was on, it was on a Greek channel and it was on YouTube. You have no idea how nervous, but I did my preparation very similar to my podcasting way of doing things and how I interview people, but the difference is there's a group. So I just had to adjust. So when people say about transferable skills, transferable skills is you adjusting a certain skill to a certain situation. And for me, I was applying my podcasting skills, which were more one-on-one, but to a group. So I had to adapt a little bit. So I'm all I'm a big believer that transferable skills there is a measure of adaptability you need to do to really utilize those skills to create success in what you're trying to achieve. So that's how it all started back in 2018. And then as a result, um, so the summit, the idea came in 2018. We execute the first um, webinar February 2019 and the, the summit was in September. So the real summit was in 2019 which was phenomenal. I met some amazing people uh, such as Gilberto Silva, um, the men's Arsenal legend and the 2002 uh, Brazilian World Cup winner. And I learned a lot from him, by the way. It was a pleasure to meet him. So straight away, this was one of my first football summits as well. And here's another tip. Really invest in yourself to summits that are meaningful to you that are meaningful to you with regards to your development. It is vital and it's an investment. That's how you need to look at it. And I know over the years, including myself, I've always tried to, whenever I work on projects where there's tickets involved from a student standpoint, a graduate standpoint, if you reach out and you ask politely with reason, you'll be amazed how event companies will provide you a student discount. Even if it's not publicly on their website, reach out. There is another tip. And the reason I'm sharing this to you is when you do this, you will see the benefits because you're putting yourself out there and you're learning this skill to ask with reason. Another tip I would suggest 
is a lot of these events look for volunteers. And I think that's actually better than actually getting a discounted ticket. Let me explain. It's not because the monetary value, you're actually developing your skill sets of how events are run. When you can learn this skill of how events run, you will be a better communicator with your soft skills. You will understand how events run in general, not just in sports, but it's so transferable in the entertainment industry. But when you understand events, you understand how things operate in the football industry and sports industry in general. So if you're listening to this starting out, even if there's no volunteer tab on the website, have the courage to reach out and ask and see where you can add value. So for example, going back to that webinar, I volunteered. I didn't get any monetary aspect from that. But what I did get was a seat at the table with us, the summit and the actual involvement of that due to my hard work. So you've got to put in the hard work. And most importantly, which is one of my main themes of this solo episode is bring an idea to the table and execute it to your best ability. When you have this mindset of adding value with an idea and then executing it, people in the industry will take notice and they will give you a chance. That's the point I'm trying to make here, that Athens gave me the chance. They gave me the opportunity through the idea at the beginning. And as a result, like literally from 2018 to where we are in 2023, I've grown and I'm going to paint the picture now. So in 2020, it was COVID. We had to go online. And as a result, um, I did an online summit with somebody I met at Athens called Amy One Day, where we did a, a sport and development and peace summit on the 6th of May, where we interviewed 24 speakers in 24 hours, and we raised money for the COVID fund. And then when I shared this idea to Marius, again, bringing an idea to the table, we did the same process that I did for the summit with Amy at the Athens Women's Football Summit. But instead of one day, it was five days. We had literally 65 speakers. We're averaging five sessions a day. And it was a, an amazing experience. Like behind the scenes, everybody, I was literally producing the whole event. And as much as I'm, I have to be honest here, I have learned something. Here's another tip. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, know what you are really good at. And if, you know, if there's somebody better at another task, delegate it. But at the time, you know, I know the skill of producing a live stream, but I know it's not my core strength, uh, producing shows. But learning this skill has helped me with regards to operation skills, understanding how to delegate in an event situation when things are running live and then things are going on in the background. You've got to have your background staff already and prepared from a marketing standpoint. So all these little tips I'm giving you through my experience, I hope is painting the picture for you is if you put yourself out there, test your ideas and really execute them to your best ability, honestly, people will start to listen and give you a chance. So when we did this summit, which was remarkable, like nobody really believed that we could pull it off, particularly that we had to use a certain platform, but it was such a great celebration to do what we've done. And all there's links in the show notes where you can watch any of the recordings. Honestly, you will learn a lot, even if it's from three years ago. The content is still relevant till this day. Like I was so lucky to be behind the scenes watching Michelle Akers, who is an absolute legend in the women's game, 
share her story and at the time share her guidance of where women's football is at that time. Um, but it was just a great experience. And that's my next point. When you're working in events, I learned very quickly that it's about two components. One, the content of what the event is trying to achieve. And number two, the experience. When you have an experience mindset, I don't mean work experience. I mean the experience the viewer has, the experience you're having right now as a listener. When you focus on experience from the fan perspective, the consumer perspective, you look at events in a totally different perspective that it's not about you as the event um, provider, if that makes sense. You're actually being an event producer for the people you are educating to, entertaining to, or if both, inspiring, entertaining, and educating. And that's what we always try and achieve at the Athens Women's Football Summit, those three pillars. So having that content creation element is vital, which is that first point. If you already do content creation, you can transfer those skills into the event industry. And let me explain, when I look at the Athens Women's Football Summit, which I've been involved in again from 2019, 2020, 2022, um, and coming up to 2023, I always look at it going, what's the best experience for the viewer? And Marius, myself, and the team would brainstorm, find ways to deliver content because event material if it's online or on a stage is still content and how is it going to benefit the viewer from an experience standpoint so that's why it's coupled you need the great content ideas backed up with a fantastic experience for the speakers and for the viewers so for me I learned really quickly in the sports industry focus on the experience and it's the experience of the event itself and your experience too. And that's what people remember as well. And this is the great thing about events. It creates memories. And when it creates memories, particularly in the football industry, from my experience at the summit, people remember these events through their experience. And the thing that's unique about the Athens Women's Football Summit is actually at the Riviera, which literally is a massive restaurant, which literally looks out to sea. So the experience is stunning. Like you, you literally, people are presenting their content and the view they see is the sea. And then there's like an amazing area to network. There's amazing stage where people feel empowered to share their knowledge. It comes back to the experience. And I want to share this with you because this is what events is about. And then relating to 2022, which was such a significant year of, hosting this summit I'll tell you why everybody thinks 2020 was tough with the pandemic but actually it went on with regards to 2022 like I will never forget it when Maris said Ed we're going to do a summit this year somebody called Nomi was involved too and we managed with Agus as well to make the summit happen but I'll be real it really got us out of our comfort zone massively and I mean massively because it was August we still weren't sure if we had to vaccinate our attendees, but thankfully it was in September and they brought down that sort of European law that we didn't need masks, people didn't need to be vaccinated. But at the beginning of the year, 
we believe so much that this event would be a success. And why am I sharing you this? It's another tip I'm sharing. You need to believe in the process and not the destination or the outcome. Because honestly, the beginning of 2022, I believed, so did Maris, so did Naomi, we just made it happen. We had a mindset that this event would happen despite all the COVID government announcements and regulations. And we hosted an amazing event, which we brought some amazing speakers around the world to talk about women's football, particularly with the build-up to this year with regards to the Women's World Cup in Australia. So it was such a significant event to build up for that event and also the Euros as well, uh, which was in England. So the reason I'm showing you this is I'm showing you my journey and interwinding the certain learning lessons from those experiences. But the, one of the big learning lessons I'm going to start with, with a bit of a recap, is that if you're starting out, there's nothing wrong with volunteering at the beginning. Because right now, I've grown. You know when people use that phrase, like going through like the ladder, like going up the corporate ladder from an experience standpoint? I've done literally the same with this experience. Each year, I'm going up the ladder from a credibility standpoint, an experience standpoint, um, because I'm actually the only one that has experienced all the summits now so far. So I understand what Athens is about relating to its values with regards to what it provides as a product, as an event. And so when you're starting out, particularly when students don't get involved in volunteering experiences, I think a lot of the time it's the education of the benefits. And I've given you a few already in this podcast, but when you're starting out, you've got nothing to lose except showcasing the best version of you, which you should always keep developing. But I mean the best version of you in how you can bring an idea and execute it. And when you do that, you're going up that ladder. So the next ladder for me was I hosted an online summit, which was a success. I did it the same. I literally repeated my behaviors and actions. And when that was a success, which built credibility with Maris and Agus again, with the next summit, I could make more decisions. And that's where it's been a privilege is that I'm a bit behind the scenes now with the event, with this summit, I've had the privilege of now being involved in building the culture of this event, building the team where people are literally focusing on what their strengths are and making this event happen successfully. Because another point, I'm always interwinding sort of tips and lessons in between of this solo episode but the one thing I've learned about events it's like a puzzle each piece you bring it closer together to make the puzzle the picture it is right but at the beginning you're all these pieces all spread out but the goal of the event is bringing them together to make it happen and it's taught me lessons of being patient and also not letting my emotions get ahead of me and I and the reason why I share emotions is last year the stress of the regulations of things that were out of our control of certain governments, certain country had different regulations of the COVID. We had to adapt massively of what could or what we can do. All these things goes back to those pieces of the puzzle and how you bring it together. So when we achieved 
the summit last year. Honestly, it's one of the best experiences of getting out my comfort zone and it was testing elements of my character and how I approach things from a practical standpoint relating to my skills, knowledge, and then my actual experience working in events. And I've learned it all comes down to being mindful, being mature. And what I mean mature is it's like being patient and not panicking because it's very easy to panic when things don't go your way with certain decisions that, again, are out of your control. So regards to this summit, which I'm so excited about, is for me, I'm at this stage where I've learned so much through the journey. I wanted this podcast to paint me the picture of everything's about growth. And if you do have that growth mindset, it does take time. You know, people always ask me, Ed, about how to work in the sports industry. I've learned now it takes years to achieve the growth you're trying to achieve, certainly building credibility and a reputation in the sports industry, but finally your overall development as well. Like your development will never stop. And I want to share this with you. I'm a firm believer that sharing an idea, creating an opportunity can be just one moment, meaning it could be one phone call, one conversation, one email, one communication process to an individual organization. I'm a firm believer that it takes one positive action. But to really build experience and to build your skills and your reputation takes years. And I mean years, like it's only now, and I can give you a one little micro case study, was I would say it's one of my best podcasts on my show, certainly up there, is with Tatiana Hanite. I had the privilege of meeting her in 2019, and you have no idea how much I admired what she's done in the women's football industry. And it was only having her on the show this year, it made the show or that podcast episode so unique because I already built the trust with her over a three-year period. So that's how we gone so depth and we had such a great experience. It goes back to the experience point. Everything's about experience in the sports industry as that pillar, which I've mentioned throughout this podcast episode. But going back to Tatiana, I know the podcast this year was so right timing to do it because of should we say, me building my trust with her over the last couple of years beforehand. Because the football industry is an exciting industry, but I have also learned, and I can't go into too much depth because I'm experiencing it now, but it, it's very political. And when I say political is due to how things are run and structured, it's not as easy said than done to execute things. There's certain ways you've got to communicate with certain parties in the football industry to make sure the event happens and everybody's happy. And when you're in it, I know you understand what I've just said there, but if you're starting out in the football industry, what's important is going back to the beginning is like showcasing your skills and qualities. And when you get to the point of communication and being in certain environments in the football industry, then you will understand the political side of the football industry, of how things are done from an ecosystem perspective. And how things are run behind the scenes. So look, I'm going to finish there. For me, it just felt right doing this solo episode. I had so much on my mind doing this because 
I just know I can add value to people listening right now if they're starting out, if they're really keen on working in events. But most importantly, if you really want to be a football industry professional where you want to add value. And I don't just mean in the women's football industry, but also in the men's industry too. Like, I just want to be clear. And the reason why I'm dividing both from a gender standpoint is I've heard much now through my experience in this podcast that men's football is a different product to women's football of its approach, uh, to be honest, and how it should be approached from a fan engagement standpoint of who consumes the sport. They are different audiences. So that's why I'm you know, segre- you know, segmenting football. But at the end of the day, football is still what gels us, to be really honest. And that's where we get the passion from. Not just male football or female football, but if you want to work in the football industry, you need to have that approach as well. You cannot compare men's football to women's football. You really can't. There's components of similarity, of course, and good practice, absolutely. But when it comes down to working in this industry, you know, it's almost knowing where you want to go and what you want to achieve, but being mindful of how the sport is and understanding where you can add value to it towards a positive direction. And that's probably why I'm so passionate about women's football is I know the Athens Women's Football Summit can solve problems, but most importantly, educate people around the world about the growth of the game on and off the pitch. So look, I really do hope you've enjoyed this solo episode of my experience working at the Athens Women's Football Summit. Would love your feedback with regards to this episode too. But most importantly, relating to what I've said from a case study standpoint and my journey, please pick one of those tips I've mentioned and apply it to your sports career development. Whatever that means to you, If that is, I'll give you one example quickly, the tip of like looking at the sports industry from an experience standpoint of when you're working in the sports industry and and creating the best experience for the client, for the attendee, for the viewer, for the van. When you look at the best experience, you will see the sports industry in such a different approach in the way you work. So that's what I mean. Pick one thing and then adjust it and apply it to your sports career development now and make it happen. Now, as always, I like to finish with an inspirational quote, and this is from me relating to this podcast episode, which I firmly believe in. It takes one moment to create an opportunity for yourself with an idea and with execution, but it takes years to build credibility in the area of the sports industry you want to specialise in.